Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. This is Ivan Tumulkov, and you are listening to the Digital Marketing Revolution Podcast, Episode 11. Hello, friends. It's been a while. I am truly excited to be back in full action and rejuvenating the podcast. First of all, I want to thank everyone who has downloaded uh, the podcast thus far since last year. Uh, according to the stats, uh, this podcast is now being downloaded in over 10 countries around the world, which I am absolutely blown away uh, to have discovered that. So therefore, I'm absolutely thankful for you guys, the listeners, those of you that have taken the time to download this podcast and absorb the information. I'm absolutely grateful to you. So with that being said, there are so many exciting things that are coming down the pike for this podcast in the coming weeks and in the coming months. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I want to chat with you guys about podcasting and social media today. Uh, So for that, I have invited a special friend of mine who has actually been doing podcasting for a little bit longer than I have and has also utilized social media as a medium to help amplify his podcast, Vernon Ross, also known as Ross PR on Twitter. All right, everyone, I've got Vernon Ross, Ross PR with me. How's it going, Vernon? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. And thank you for uh, taking the time to come on the show. Really appreciate it. No, it's it's, uh, it's an honor to be here, and uh, hopefully I can serve your audience with some knowledge. Absolutely, man, absolutely. You know, for some time I've been really wanting to uh, kind of nail down some time so we could chat a little bit about podcasting and, and social media, and uh, definitely been looking forward to uh, hearing your input, you know, on those two subjects. So Without further ado, let's start with um, introducing yourself real quick to the listeners. Can you can you tell us a little bit about what you do and what you're currently doing? Sure, sure. So I've got a corporate background. Uh, I generally don't talk about it too much, but a uh, corporate IT background to give you a little bit of perspective on my approach to podcasting, social media, everything in general. Um, I'm a speaker, of course. I'm also a podcaster. And... Um, soon to be a writer. I'm writing a, writing a book on mastering your message. So, I mean, that's kind of me in a nutshell. I do a lot of social media consulting with small to medium sized businesses on social media strategy, digital marketing, and, um, how to take their brands online and better align their brands with what their actual business model is. Very cool. Very cool. You mentioned writers. So you're going to drop some hints on the show. Is that it? I think I might. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> very cool. Very cool. So how, how can people find you on the interwebs? So the best place to find me and the best way to find me um, is Ross PR. So if you just Google Ross PR, I pretty much show up everywhere. But on Twitter, I am, uh, of course, twitter.com forward slash Ross PR. Same thing on Instagram. Same thing on Snapchat. Uh, pretty much same thing everywhere. On Facebook, I'm actually Vern Ross. And, um, I just, I wanted to change that. The branding was going through a little bit of a flux and I was actually thinking about dropping the Ross PR altogether and just going with the name, but I don't know. We'll see for now. It's Ross PR. You can find me pretty much anywhere by searching for that. 
Very cool. Well, you said the Google thing, right? I guess people still do the Google thing, right? <laughs> right. <days>. Right. <laughs> Got to have that brand consistency, though. You know, props on that. I think everybody strives for that, but uh, I don't think that necessarily always pans out. So, you know, kudos for trying to accomplish that. I know. I know it's a, it's a chore to definitely get that going. So, yeah. Tell me about it. All right, man. Well, tell us. You know, what got you into podcasting in the first place? Well, you know, it's funny. I um, I first discovered podcasting quite honestly, right around the time that it came out, I was like, Oh, what is this? And it was extremely hard to do. Mm -hmm. Um, you had to have some technical knowledge. So having an it background and just being interested in technology, I figured out, Oh, okay, this is how you actually podcast. This is kind of interesting. Um, so what will I talk about? And the first podcast I actually did, it's still out there in iTunes somewhere. You can find it if you search hard enough. It was about affiliate marketing. Oh, okay. At the time, I was doing uh, quite a bit of affiliate marketing in the early affiliate days where all you had to do was basically just put up a um, a web page with some links on it, either AdWords or some type of context link, and you could make money from it. So Yeah, yeah. I was doing that back when people were building Squidoo pages and uh, trying to monetize them with ads. Right, right, right. Trying to play the game, right? Right, right. So that was when I actually first got into podcasting. I did all of two shows talking about, I think one was some type of direct sales, multi-level marketing company I joined. And I think the other one was about trying to teach people about affiliate marketing and they were horrible. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I think everybody in those days, circa those days that you mentioned, I think was trying to get a stab at that affiliate marketing thing before Google was trying to get a sniff on everybody, you know, trying to game the system. So interesting. Right. So it's been a while. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, So do you have your own podcast? You know, the big question then tell us about it. Yeah, so um, the, the podcast that I currently have is called the Social Strategy Podcast, where I talk about online business networking and social media strategy with um, industry leaders. So any of the popular names that you would know in social media, they've pretty much either been on my show or there are plans to have them on my show, or if they haven't been on my show, mm-hmm. uh, it's because they didn't really fit the audience and they don't give good interviews. So I, t- I tend to want to have people on the show that are very open to giving out secrets and giving their best stuff for the audience. Because I, what I hate more than anything is, you know, when you interview a podcast guest is you'll have them on and they have something that they're, that they sell. So they don't want to get too much into the detail of what it is or the knowledge that you've actually had them on the show to, to, you know, share because they don't want to damage their brand. So people like Gary Vaynerchuk, he just gives everything Mm -hmm. away. And that's why, you know, I asked Gary to be on the show when he was really heavily into Instagram and talking about uh, Instagram. And so, I mean, that's kind of what my show is about currently. And I'm actually launching a new show. I was actually going to launch it yesterday, but a couple of the interviews fell through, which of course happens on podcasting. (laughs) And so I've had to rethink some strategies or maybe a couple of trips involved to do some video shoots along with it. So it's being pushed off until like March 1st, but that's going to be called the remarkable guest list. And that'll be about um, people you want to have at a party. Mm-hmm. Like the the ultimate party you want to invite people to, that's what the um, Remarkable Guest List podcast is going to be about and getting those people in a room and talking about what it is that they're doing that's interesting or, you know, groundbreaking or, you know, people that are trying to change the world. 
Very cool, very cool. I'll definitely have to keep an eye out for that. It sounds like it's extremely interesting. And you made a, uh, a very interesting point, too, about Gary Vee and transparency. I'm a big fan of that and being able to give value away to people. So I'm glad you mentioned that. And I think I actually might have listened to that episode, which, you know, big props to you catching Gary Vee. I mean, this guy is just, just constantly on the move, and time is of an essence for him. So Right. Uh, very cool. So in your opinion, you know, how does podcasting and social media align? What are your thoughts on that? You know, the interesting thing about podcasting and social media, the, the good thing about podcasts is when you first start a podcast, you're, um, you're not starting alone. If you, if you use iTunes to promote your podcast, you don't have to. And there are some people that don't, but it's, it's a mistake if you don't. Uh, you can launch a podcast and just host it on your site. Or you can host it someone else, somewhere else and you don't have to host it to iTunes. Um, the great thing about, well, not hosting it, but um, promoting it on iTunes. The great thing about putting your podcast and sharing it to the iTunes store, the iTunes podcast directory, is they will promote it for, I think it's six weeks or eight weeks. Eight weeks. You get eight weeks of promotion from iTunes for your podcast when you first launch. So if you're you know, getting ratings and reviews and downloads, your podcast is going to climb in popularity, which means more people are going to see it, which means you could end up with a very popular show in very short order. The, um, the way that social media ties into that is you can use social media to drive traffic to your iTunes podcast, wherever you're hosting it. And, you know, to not get too technical, but if you're hosting it on your site and you're using, your RSS feed, real simple syndication is what that stands for, feed to get that show to download and have iTunes count that as a download. The more people you drive using social media to your podcast, the more traffic you're going to get and the more people you're going to actually expose to your message, which is the more important part of that. So with social, you can actually share the value that you're getting. If you have an interview-based show, you can share that with an audience on social media like you said, offering them value that will bring them back to your show. And then they get to your show and they can listen and get even more value from that. Hopefully they'll start following you subscribe and you know, now you've got a listener sure, and sure. hopefully eventually a fan. Sure. Yeah. That's interesting. So, so it's in essence kind of an added layer that helps you amplify your podcasting potential and kind of get the word out there, especially if you're new to podcasting and, you know, you've just started a podcast and you don't have an audience. This is going to help you build that community, right? Yeah. I think they, I think they complement each other very well. It will definitely help you find an audience and uh, establish a big, big audience. And one of the ways that you can use it that a lot of people don't is, um, you know, if you know what your target audience is, and you should, I mean, you should know who it is that you want to talk to and what outcomes they're expecting. And I think a lot of podcasters, when they first get into it, they don't really think too hard about that. They think about, okay, I want to have a, a good show that offers value, but who are you trying to offer value to? And, you know, what are they anticipating? What is it that they really want to hear? Um, there are a lot of shows out there to talk about, you know, any topic under the sun, there's usually more than two or three shows that are going to be covering the subject, if not tens <laughs> of shows that are covering it. So if you really, really think about the outcome that your listener wants, that's when you, you know, set yourself apart from just the average show to show that people are really starting to identify with because you found that 
that thing that they want and you're able to deliver it to them. And right. you can use social to do that. Now, uh, the tip I was going to say is run an ad to that demographic to just listen to your show mm-hmm. with no links to anything, you know, any affiliate, anything, just a straight link back to your show, either the iTunes page or something else like that. And just invite them to listen and you can target an audience that you can identify with. So, you know, if that's females age 25 to 35 with an income level of, you know, 55,000 to whatever it is in St. Louis, in this area by this zip code, I mean, you can get that granular with a Facebook ad and you should, and just, you know, run five or 10 bucks to that, that group of people through social media to drive them to your podcast so you can build that fan base like right from the start. Very cool, very cool. I mean, I think that's uh, that's a really good key element I think that you just mentioned because podcasting is not new by any means, you know, has been around for a while and I think having those those strategies that you just mentioned I think just helps amplify and build awareness and really build interest, right? And make sure that you're reaching the right demographic and helping you build that audience. Right, right. Absolutely. Well, let's get a little bit more granular then. Um, what would you say about uh, the top three benefits of podcasting if you really had to kind of narrow it down? Mm-hmm. Depending on what your goals are, if you're uh, if you're an author or you're trying to be an author like I am, well, you know, actually, I take that back because so <laughs> if you're <laughs> if you're an author and you're an emerging author author like I am, how, how about that? That's a little better. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll go with that. <laughs> And the the purpose of your book is to communicate a message. And my book is about mastering your message and understanding how to communicate that to other people to help them in whatever endeavors they're seeking in life. So when you're an author or a speaker or just someone that wants to talk about the things that are important to them and they know that if they're talking about it, it's got to be important to someone else. So, you know, no interest is singular in its existence. Other people are going to want to talk about what you're knitting. There are people out there that are so passionate about knitting, they will listen to a podcast about right. knitting. So it's a platform. You are you have the ability at this point in time in history, and it hasn't really been as easy as it is now to create your own platform and then gather a group of people that enjoy the same thing that you do and share it with them. So, I mean, that's like the, the, for me, the number one benefit of podcasting is that you have your own platform and then you can, you know, share that with the world. The second benefit is it kind of overlaps into the first one where you can build your own little niche army of that 1000 fans that everybody talks about of people that are really, really into what you do and really into what you're talking about. And they want to support it and they want to listen to it and they want to learn about it. And in that process, they get to learn about you. You get to learn about them. And then when you actually do have something that you're offering to sell, if you ever do, you've got a dedicated audience that's ready to buy because they're supporting you because they feel a connection to you and not that they're buying your product because they're they're really not. They're buying, right. you know, they're buying into you. They're supporting you. And the third benefit is that you get to build a community with other podcasters. And that's one of the things about this community that I've found is a little different than just straight blogging. Because if you're a blogger and you write, and that's great, but you can be out there so by yourself. 
if you don't go to conferences and stuff like that. And I encourage people to go to conferences, of course, for podcasting. There is, you know, podcast movement. Mm -hmm. That is a conference that's for podcasting. But there are others that are out there and meetup groups. There's a St. Louis meetup group for podcasters and stuff like that. But I encourage people to, you know, connect with other podcasters because most podcasters want to connect with other podcasters. Number one, so they have stuff to talk about in their shows. And so that they have people to identify with that know, you know, what they're going through, what they're dealing with. It's, um, it's a little fraternity or sorority of sorts where you can connect (laughs) to other people. And it's, it's a, it's a great benefit to have. So, you know, your own platform, a community of crazy people just like you and other podcasters. You know, you made an excellent point is this when you were making the comparison of blogging and podcasting, uh, you know, I think podcasting, in a sense, is kind of a a way or a platform that you build yourself that that gives you the opportunity to spread your message, except a thousand times faster, as opposed to blogging, where it seems like it's a it's a far more uh, time uh, constraining initiative. Uh, not to mention is is, is that. Uh, with with podcasting, you are also building brand advocates, as you mentioned, you know, those crazy people that are following you because, hell, you know, you're just a podcaster. So for the sake of that, you know, they're going to follow you because you have a podcast, right? Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. If you're in the steampunk, you can find a thousand other people that are in the steampunk. <laughs> and, the, and the reason I say that is the, a friend of mine was Snapchatting about a steampunk convention that was in Vegas. i'm like hey there's an audience for everything (laughs) right 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 well let's let's kind of look at the the other side of the fence here because i think there's still a lot of people that are just not that haven't bought into podcasting so how would you address a skeptic of podcasting someone that is in disbelief like how would you talk to them in in a persuasive type of method to help them understand the value behind podcasting yeah, that, that's that's an interesting question. It's a great question, actually. And I, I actually run into that more than you would think. When you're pitching or you're talking to companies about sponsorship, about actually making money with your podcast, they don't understand the value of it. It's like, well, why would we advertise on a podcast? You don't do it every day. Uh, it's a weekly podcast or every couple of weeks or even if it is daily, you know, you're not a, you're not advertising during drive time because companies traditionally think of any type of media as radio or television, right? Where you have a certain amount of people watching at a certain amount of, at a certain time, where they know that they can get this many potential ears or this many potential eyes. Whereas with podcasting, uh, depending on how many times your show is being listened to, downloaded you know, shared across the web and across social media, that's what your reach is. And so when you're talking to these people, getting them to understand that the podcast is an evergreen piece of content that's going to be out there. So they're paying once for their ad, but you're not taking the show down. So as people discover the podcast, they're going to continue to get things and benefits from advertising on your show, supporting the show, because people will go, oh, they supported the show. I didn't know that. Maybe I should go look at whatever this product is uh-huh. that they were talking about at the end of the show. So that's from like the podcaster business side of it. But I've also had people that, you know, I'll tell them, well, I'm a podcaster. And they'll go, well, what, well what's that? <laughs> and, you know, of course, as a podcast, you're like, what, what, what do you mean? Right. What is that? But 
like like with marketers, we operate in the bubble that we think everyone else around our world is our world and is the world, but it's not really like that. A lot of people still don't listen to podcasts, even with the millions of people that do. So I'll let them know. It's like a radio program that you listen to anytime you want. And like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's here's how it works. Imagine that there's a a drive time show, and I use this example a lot, Mm -hmm. drive time show, and they're going through – you know, like the entertainment news and you miss a part of it. You can't rewind and go back. I think there may be some satellite radios that, that you can do that. But you're, Oh, well, yeah, that's right. And I don't, I don't, and I'm like, okay, so think about, Oh, well, you know, I'm going to go into the office. I'll just take this with me. I'll rewind it. And then I can listen to whatever it was that they said mm-hmm. or at any time that you want. That's what a podcast is. It's something that you can take with you. It's an audio program that talks about whatever, whether it's stories, whether it's business, whether it's news, like a recap of the news, anything you want to listen to, you can find your interest in a podcast and then listen to it whenever you want, as often as you want, for as long as you want. Right, right. I think with skeptics, is those are some interesting points. You know, the, Thank you for, for sharing those. Uh, I think with skeptics, too, and also the business side of this is really seeing the the value proposition, right? Is this yeah. like what can you get out of podcasting, right? It's like to most people, especially skeptics, is like, well, what's this this thing called a podcast, right? How am I going to make you know? How am I going to get a return out of this if I choose to advertise on your podcast, right? And what's mm-hmm. the audience that I'm reaching? So I think that you know those are some really interesting points that you shared. Is and you know from a persuasive standpoint, is how do we explain to those skeptics, you know, what a podcast is and why you, you should explore podcasting and how podcasting can help you build, build a community of followers. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I was talking to a sponsor. I go, I'm like, how would you like to build an army of brand advocates? Mm-hmm. They're not only going to use your products, but they're going to evangelize them for you by becoming a part of the family of the show. And they're like, Oh, well, <laughs> So are you talking about advertising? No, 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 not advertising. You've got to send me your product and I have to like it. And if I like it and I use it, I'll tell my audience about it and they'll start liking it and using it. We're talking about building brand advocates. We're not talking about advertising. Right. And I'm like, oh, well, yeah, we, we'd love to build some brand advocates because that's the only way you can approach somebody like Coca-Cola. Right. They don't, they don't need your exposure, but they do nope. need brand advocates. Right. I just like to throw that in there anytime I mention sponsorship. That's really interesting. Thank you for sharing that. I think uh, you know a lot of the listeners that are going to be listening to the show are really going to stop and think for a moment because that's a really interesting point, especially when you're trying to reach someone higher, like a more of a higher higher level sponsor. You know, someone that typically you just probably wouldn't even have the opportunity of talking. So approaching them in that sense, you know, I think will be extremely beneficial. Well, yeah. let's let's jump on some of the technical stuff. You know, I'm really curious. You know, is there any specific equipment that you would recommend to other podcasters? Um, you know, at the bare minimum, I would say get a good microphone. The um, the ATR twenty one hundred. It's an Audio Technica mm-hmm. um, microphone. They range anywhere from thirty five to fifty dollars. You can find them on Amazon. Uh, sometimes you can actually catch them at Walmart for like forty five dollars. Nice. Uh, Micro Center sells them. Best Buy does not. But um, that's the microphone that I actually use right now. And it sounds almost as good to the mostly untrained ear, which is 
6% of your audience right? usually um, as a high LPR 40, which is the next kind of like the gold standard in podcasting. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliff Ravenscraft from Podcast Answers, Answer Man podcast, he talked about how high all the time. And mm-hmm. so other podcasters started using it. It became really popular. It's a good microphone, but it's $249. So that's a big investment to make. Right. And something that, you know, might be a habit because most podcasts, quite honestly, don't make it past episode 10 before they flake out. So, you know, 35 right. bucks on a microphone. It comes with a stand. It's USB. It can plug right into your computer. Or if you want to get more technical with it, you can get a mixer. And, you know, and, and more cables and do a mix minus setup so you can bring people in on a phone. And mm-hmm. it, it can get as complicated as you like. But quite honestly, the way that I currently podcast, and I have all of that, is uh, my ATR on a microphone um, boom arm, USB right into the computer. And I just use call recorder to record my episodes. <laughs> right, right. And right. I get so many compliments on the audio. And a lot of it has to do with the room you record in and the sound barriers that you put up around your recording area so that the sound doesn't bounce all around the room so you don't get those nasty echoes. Right, right. Now that's a great point. Is this all right, so I have to ask one more time without trying to sound redundant, but I think some listeners are probably gonna wonder about, hey uh, Vernon, you mentioned that Wally World special. Can you run that one more time? So what was that mic you were talking about there? <laughs> yeah, it's the Audio Technica AT twenty one hundred. Okay. Okay. And uh, you can you can find it on Walmart.com. And the way that I actually got mine is I went to Micro Center because Walmart didn't have them and I pulled up the online ad. Sure. And if you just Google or search for it on a Walmart site, it'll come up and I think it was thirty five dollars at the time and they sure. had it for like fifty six. And I'm nice. like, look, they're they're thirty five bucks. I don't, I don't want in here and they're like oh well yeah we'll give it to you for that so price match price match there you go that's a suave move right there winner for me (laughs) very cool very cool thank you for sharing that i think uh you know listeners are definitely going to find some insight on that i think it's i mean i I think it would agree in stating that you know it's important to have the right equipment especially if you know you're becoming serious about podcasting or if you find yourself you know be more frequent at least as you know it's important to invest in the right equipment because quality, you know, sound quality matters, right? Uh, it really does. So very cool. Thanks for sharing that. So, you know, that, that was a lot of knowledge there that you dropped, you know, really appreciate that. So the last question I wanted to run by you is, you know, what can we expect from Vernon's world of podcasting in the near future? Oh my God. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm stupid enough to try to launch another show. So <laughs> <laughs> got to take a stab at something else again, huh? <laughs> yeah. The remarkable guest list is, uh, it's kind of a pet project and, um, I'll tell you how it came up, came about. There was an opportunity for me to interview Tony Robbins and Whoa, that, yeah, nice. I know. Right. Nice. And that was an opportunity that I came across because I met another podcaster. Her name is Farnoosh Tarabi. And uh, she's from the street and she now has a new show. I think it's called Follow the Leader. It's on CNBC where she gets to follow billionaires around and tell their story. And uh, she's, you know, she's been a celebrity for a while and access to those people in New York. And James Alcatcher was her second guest on her show. Tony Robbins was her first when she, you know, launched a brand new podcast. And of course, she's number one in iTunes. She's on the Today Show frequently as their financial person. Um, she's a financial blogger, you know, podcaster person. Right. 
uh, we hit it off. I made a suggestion to her about a keynote that she gave on providing a coaching program or some type of way that people could get more of the information that she gave because it was really just that good. And I kind of broke down to her the, the little business model that I think she would be able to launch online with her team. And I just did it and didn't ask for anything, didn't ask her to sign the book or anything else like that. She's like, oh, we got to be friends. So we ended up connected on Facebook, exchanging a lot of messages back and forth. And then I just randomly got a message from her one day. She's like, hey, I'm going to introduce you to Tony Robbins people. And I'm like, wow. holy crap, what? <laughs> you were like, and, hallelujah. <laughs> right. And she did. And, you know, we talked. But unfortunately, the Social Strategy podcast really didn't fit his money book. His, uh, I think his Money Master of the Game is the name of his book. Sure. And it just didn't fit. As much as I wanted it to fit, it really wasn't about online business. It wasn't about networking and it wasn't about social media strategy. Right. So I'm like, I'm missing opportunities to talk to really remarkable people. And that was how the name of the podcast came about. I'm like, oh, the remarkable guest list. These are the people that I would want to have at an event or at a dinner or be able to just have a on a list of people that I go and talk to. And I'm, I'm pretty sure other people want to know these people too. So I didn't want to miss another opportunity to be able to talk to an influencer like Tony Robbins by not having a show that captured those people. And so it could be just a pet project. I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll see where it goes. But so far, that's what you can expect from me uh, as far as podcasting is concerned. And I'm working on this book. And right now the title is a working title, so I'm not really married to it at the moment. But it's so far, it's something about mastering your message. Very cool. Very cool. Well, Vern, thank you so much for coming on the show. You know, really appreciate your time and, and dropping all those interesting points. Uh, I definitely think that the listeners uh, of this podcast are definitely going to find that useful, especially the, the, the technical side and some of the strategies you mentioned. So uh, once again, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Overtime. No, man, it's been a blast. You know, I wanted to just add one more thing if I can, if we have time. I think Jeff Fahey is in that movie. So if you have it, I think it's on Netflix. Okay. But he talks about the lawnmower man is in your mind. <laughs> He's in your head. And so when you're on a podcast, you're literally in someone's ear. And you're in their ear for 15, 20, 30 minutes. If you're Joe Rogan, three hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but – you know, you have so much influence over the people that listen to your program. Sure. So every last listener counts. So, you know, you listen to Ivan's podcast, you go, you know what? I want to start a podcast. Don't get wrapped up in the download numbers. I, I just try to tell every new podcast or every current podcaster, don't worry about the download numbers because every last person that listens to your show is valuable just right. because they're giving you the time to listen to what it is that you have to say. And so, I, you know, that that part to me is one of the things I just love about the medium of podcasting is that you have the ability to influence strangers to listen to you about something for, you know, a certain period of time. And that's just a beautiful thing that's never really existed before. So Absolutely. that's just my little you know, cheerleading moment for podcasting. <laughs> That's an excellent point uh, that you mentioned. I think that kind of intertwines with your book too, that you mentioned is this uh, about messaging, right? And communication is this how valuable the one particular person is, is because I completely agree with you. And that. something that 
I don't get wrapped up in as, you know, where the podcast is listened to. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm a data guy in an essence is I like looking at the data, but I think what's most important is, you know, building those brand advocates and building loyalty, you know, because ultimately uh, those listeners are the ones that are, you know, listening to a podcast because of what you have to say, you know, the perception that you create, the message, the value that, that you project across. So that's really an excellent, an excellent point. And I think it's an excellent tip for, you know, anyone really that gets into podcasting. So thank you for sharing that. No, thanks. I think you summed it up beautifully. <laughs> thanks a lot, Vernon. I appreciate it once again. Awesome, man. Appreciate it. Well, and there you have it, guys, uh, for an extra chunky episode, episode 11 of the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast. I was your host, Ivan Temelkov. I truly hope you enjoyed all that raw knowledge that Vernon Ross, Ross PR on Twitter, dropped for those podcasters of you out there looking to get started with a podcast or if you have a podcast to help you amplify its potential by utilizing social media to help uh, create that additional awareness that you've been looking for. So without further ado, make sure you check out new episodes of the Digital Marketing Revolution podcast by visiting iTunes. Alternatively, you can drop by my website, www.digitalwebstrategist.com, and up top, click on Digital Marketing Revolution podcast. Once again, I was your host, Ivan Tamilkov. Thanks again for tuning in, guys. Till next time, peace out.